your one-stop shop for all things automotive. My name's Dave, this is Tris. G'day. And uh, we're here to fill in the next half an hour of your life with uh, stuff that's going on in the world of cars, our, our opinions on what's going on in the car world, some facts, we might throw in some actual information there as well. There'll be some misinformation. Yeah. We do get things wrong. Yeah, yeah, quite routinely get things wrong, so <laughs> you'd be advised to take everything we say with a pinch of salt, really. But I, I'd go out and recommend a one kilo bucket of salt. Yep, yeah. small mountain of yes, salt. Yes, mm. Salt Lake proportions. Mm. Bonneville, perhaps? Yes, yeah, Salt Flats. Yes. Yeah. 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 Uh, so, uh, yes, sit back, relax, get yourself a glass of petrol or something else that's um, suitably appropriate, and uh, we'll get the ball rolling in uh, car world. What's, uh, what's on your mind, Tris? What's going on? Uh, a little story I stumbled across uh, a couple of days ago. Um, Sang Yong, as we all know, make the make purveyors of fine automobiles that they are. They make uh, possibly some of the ugliest cars I've seen on the road today. Uh, they're current people mover, which I've seen countless times. Uh, I don't know why people purchase this car. It's called the Rodius, I believe. Mm, it's a, mm. the odious Rodius, pun yes, the, intended. The ugliest car in the oh, world. It's, it is terrible. It, and I actually have a theory about the Rodius. People who go out and purchase the Sanyong Rodius know nothing about cars. They go out and... Th- I mean, what must They've be... left their guide dogs at home. Uh, they, go and buy. they must be... I will blind. Exactly. They must be tragically unpopular as people as well. It's the sort of person who pull up outside your house and you look at what car they're driving and you pretend you're not in. You, you, you don't want to answer the door to this person. Uh, probably mildly uh, social retarded as well, so uh, not the type of person you want to hang out. So, Sang Yong, uh, we are agreed we don't like their cars, so... No, they don't I really have... make anything of any interest or no. relevance or anything that... No, they do have a redeeming feature. There always needs to be someone at the bottom of the desirability stakes. They have that. Well, that's not made by communists. Correct. Well, communists you can sort of forget because it... I mean, not forget, but forgive. They make crap cars, but they live Mm. in crap countries. So you've got a crap car to go to the crap country. That's fair enough. But Sangyong are from South Korea. Mm. They are purveyors of uh, nice stuff and electronics, and uh, mm. Starcraft addicts, uh, but um, look, I don't know why they make such terrible cars, so this piece of news certainly caught my eye, they uh, are going to receivership, Sangyong mm. are going out of business, and it's a little article I found, uh, pretty much, apparently, vehicle sales have fallen by 50%, so they went from, what, two so cars sense, uh, to one car? To one car. Mm. That's... Uh, or one car to half a car. <laughs> well, I don't think they had much of a car to start with in the first place. They were terrible cars. So uh, apparently, though, they are owned by... The controlling stake is owned by SAIC, the Shanghai Automotive Industry Corp. Well, they have a great history when it comes oh, to, to bailing Illustrious, out Illustrious, yeah, correct, they've, yes. They've done, they did very well with Rover. Oh, they're putting them back on their feet. Actually, the, uh, talking about Rover, uh, the funny thing is about the whole SIAC purchasing Rover is uh, they couldn't actually own the Rover name in the end. Ford still, uh, one of the conditions, the sales of uh, Ford, or the, was it BMW, sorry. Uh, I don't really know, there's a whole convoluted contractual obligations. But anyway, if, uh Anyone could own it, because pretty much anyone, everyone yeah. has owned Rover. That's right, cars. but the Rover name actually went back to Ford, so Ford owns the Rover name. 
but uh, oh. everything else is owned by uh, SAIC. And the Rover 75, which wasn't a bad car. Which isn't a Rover, so you can't call it a Rover because they don't have the badge. So Correct. What we car. knew as the Rover 75 when Rover still made the 75, uh, SAIC are producing... No name it. brand. Yeah, it's a no name brand. Uh, and it's called The Wrong Way. Is that something? Chinese. I'm, I'm serious. It's a Chinese name for a British car which was engineered by Germans is being called the wrong way. Quality uh, English. The irony for you there. is so sweet. Mm. Mm. <laughs> so, uh, good so, news. So, Sangyong is, they're gone. Well, they're, well, they're entering they, receivership. They, they're or... going to receivership. SAIC own the controlling stake. They've got 51% ownership of Sangyong, but uh, they're not going to bail them out, apparently. Um, and they don't have money to pay their workers, and apparently they negotiated with the unions, and that fell through as well. So, yeah, no money they make for Sangyong. Hopefully, we'll never see those guys again. Hmm. Okay. Well, uh, news over for the Germans. Ah, uh, the Germans, yeah. This week, there's some controversy, uh, really, with the launch of the new Porsche Panamera, which is that yeah. four-wheel drive. We've, we've talked um, hours about this. Super it's... frog tortoise looking thing uh, that uh, you know is going to branch you know Porsche into new mm. sort of areas mm-hmm. uh, the, the, I'm going to be throwing some purists. images through the edit of this I'm going to start by showing you a nice shot of the front it looks pretty good from the front doesn't it it does it, it does. looks brilliant and then you can do the sort of the, the front quarter shot which yeah. I believe should be up on yeah. the screen now. So that looks quite nice too. It's not too offensive. You know, if someone gave you one, you, you probably thank you them. Wouldn't say, say no. You wouldn't say no. You would thank you, especially yeah. if you only saw it from the front and the yeah. front quarter. But yeah. So you just pretty much just get in it and then not look at the rest of the car. Yeah, so I was actually going to say, you should probably tape over, get a cardboard box, because we're going to show you the side shot now, the elevation shot of mm. it. And just That's... get some cardboard and just tape it over the back. Because yeah, because that is one of the worst looking cars in the world at the moment. I'll reserve final judgment until I actually, you know, actually see one driving past me or something like that because, you know, a lot of cars don't translate well onto the print. Especially the recent uh, cars have been coming out the past couple of years. Uh, Bengals cars from BMW, for example, Mm. there's a lot of movement within the uh, panel work that we don't see in the print photographs or Mm. any images of the car we see because it lacks that subtlety when they take photos that you don't see. And also when you see a car in motion, and this is something I've noticed with the uh, revised 7 series, not the replacement that's just come out, but the one that was just before it. We've seen a couple on the roads around here, and mm. it looks really, really good on mm. the move. As long as you don't look at the front, which can, which mm. uh, parents use to scare the little children at night to make sure... No, they... no, that's that saying on roadiest thing. Imagine the front of the... Well, actually, the... The Sangyong Radius all around is just a bad, ugly, ugly vehicle. Mm. Um, but the 7 Series looks a bit funny from the front, but on the move, especially the nice big 19 or 20 inch rims on there, uh, stock ones, not your drug dealer uh, option ones, looks looks fantastic. But uh, I, I'm actually... Um, the Panamera though. It, I like it. I do like where... I do like it. And I'll tell you why. It's got a great big V8 at the front. In a lighter mm. car, it's, the V8 is where it needs to be. Because but it's not that it was, light, though. It's, it's nudging two tons. Compared to the Cayenne. But that's a four-wheel drive. Mean, Precisely. That's a piece I of crap. Know, but, I uh, it's, uh, I, I, I'm struggling, to be honest. I think it's too heavy. Uh, it will probably obviously break new grounds dynamically and wipe the floor with you know the competition. Well, blah, the competition blah, blah. is really... 
What, the Mercedes CLS? Various Uber engined AMGs. Uh, oh, yes. Various insane RSs. But if we're going to take that sort of coupe sedan thing. It's more of a coupe sedan. Yeah, I know you can fit six footers. It looks like a kind of a squat, kind of sort of a rounded station wagon. Looks like yeah. a state. Porsche did a station wagon. That's it. Porsche yeah. station wagon. I yeah. think that's how we're going to refer to it now. Mm. Uh, Porsche station wagon. The Panamera. Mm. Mm. I reserve final judgment, as I said, but um, I'm, I'm not confident, and I think my money is still on a Quattroporte. Yeah, the Quattroporte does look good and yeah. sounds awesome. Yeah. Um, I, I have to say, I am going to make a... Yeah, I'm going to put the chips out, and I'm going to lay my cards up on the table, put some money on this. They will do a V6 without the hybrid. Uh, the current lineup for the engines is going to be V8, twin turbo V8, and a hybrid V6. The uh, twin turbo V8 one's the one you actually want, though. Yes, ignore the rest. No. Or if you go for the Nat, Atmo. No, get uh, the twin turbo. But the V8, anything with a V8 in the front's all right by us. Um, but if you, I honestly think they will do a diesel. Not in this, uh, not as a launch model, obviously, because they want it to be something desirable. But further on down the track, once the desirability has been diluted, we will see, I'm willing to lay my money on the line here, we'll see a V6 without the hybrid uh, to help boost the power, and we will see a diesel. Because, at the moment, the Cayenne, they're launching it this year with a diesel. A black day for Porsche fans, really. Sad. It is a sad day. And bad enough they did release the Cayenne in the I first know. place. It's, it's really just been the decline of, the, uh, of Porsche as we know it. And love it, really. Mm. But, uh, mm. Well, I think we can probably move that, move that along to uh, what's, uh, what, what's been you know, grinding your gears. <laughs> what's been grinding my gears? I'll tell you what's been grinding my gears. Actually, no, this is uh, more of a uh, this is let's 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 uh, lift the mood a little bit. Hyundai in the United States, uh, they currently have a three percent market share, as our American viewers probably know. Huge. Um, and earlier this decade, they brought out the ten-year, one hundred thousand mile guarantee, which is fantastic. Really, I think it, that that means that you basically, you know, you buy. You Hyundai accident, and you just <laughs> thrash it from the moment it comes in. Basically, it's do a burnout out of the showroom. And Through then, the 10 years, just do the only way you could drive it yeah, is either you'll it. be, yes, exactly, and you'll have that. Actually, it's, I think what Hyundai did here was fantastic uh, early in the decade because it fairly launched Hyundai into the consciousness of the American buyers. Here's a manufacturer saying, yes, we make a reliable car. And for a fairly attractive price. Sure, they're not the most attractive cars, but, you know, that's an argument for another day. It is not a bad car. For saying we'll get behind and do this. I don't like Hyundai's. Neither do I. But that's another story for another day. Uh, now, the, um, the thing that's just a bit of news that's just caught my eye, which is the second piece of uplifting news. Hyundai do these sort of weird things, but make sense. What is kind of falls into that category. It's a good idea. Why didn't anyone else think of that earlier? Um, and certainly pertinent in the light of the recent financial crisis that we've seen late mm. last year around the world. Mm. Uh, they uh, now have just brought out cars uh, saying that it's uh, called an assistance, a Hyundai assistance program. And for people who finance or lease a new Hyundai during the next 12 months can return the car if they experience, uh, this is quote, quoted, experience an involuntary loss of income within one year of the purchase date. So... If you go out tomorrow and buy a Hyundai, 
and you lose you your job the day after. or in six months, eight months, two weeks, you can return it without having to go through the nasty paperwork and uh, having to uh, pay money to get rid of something you can't afford. Hyundai, good on you. That, that, I think that's the, probably the best thing I've seen yet. We've seen 0% finance deals. The best, from the, the best thing that we've seen is not actually any product that they've done. It's just but it's a, it's a really good idea. Well, they the, have to do their, now their reasoning. cars, and you well, know, they, they might actually almost be a car company. <laughs> their reasoning behind it day. is they're saying the people who have jobs at the moment are putting off the purchase of cars because they're looking at the current climate going, oh, will I have my job next week? Will I have it in six months? Probably won't. I'll hang on to the car I've got at the moment. This is a great way to shift metal. We've seen 0% finance deals mm. happening over there, which is a nice idea, but uh, it's not sustainable. I think it's a much, much better idea compared to any other. Like the whole, you can, there's deals over at the Subaru. One of the Subaru dealers in one of the southern states are doing a two-for-one. You can buy two Subarus for the, practically the price of one. So it's... Uh, so you have two WRXs. No, it's weird how it probably... I think it's only on sort of limited cars. So you can buy an Outback or a Liberty, and then you can get like the base RX with it for like a dollar extra. So you're getting you're almost two for one. So it's, uh, oh, so it's not like buy an STI and get another STI. Yeah, that's right. Unfortunately, no. Because that would be quite... Oh, that would be... I'd have one for uh, gravel and one for driving to work. Mm. And that then you're be. just getting them mixed up and just then... Most of the time, going around and driving with your mates. Sideways, mm. preferably. So, Hyundai, good work. Mm. All right, now I'm going to bring the mood down a bit uh, because, you know, again, just for something different. <laughs> uh, just because I I have issues. Now, um, yes. BMW, uh, one of the world's most renowned and respected car manufacturers, I have a, I have a big soft spot for uh, anything carrying the, the famous uh, blue and white propeller. But I... I'm troubled. I'm troubled. I'm not happy. Uh, their Why current direction. Well, happy? I'll tell you. I'll tell you, and I'll tell our three viewers <laughs> that um, nine. We got nine. nine. Hello to our nine All viewers. All nine of you. Thank, Thank you, you for you. watching. Mm. Thank you. We mm. love each and every one of you. Mm. We'll no, send really. you something special. If you email us, lots of love from us. E- email us at handbrake.tv at gmail.com. We'll send you something. Mm. Even if you just want to say that we're terrible, that's fine because it means yeah, that you yeah, are watching it. That, and that means a lot to us. Yeah. Anyway, so you're not happy. Uh, I'm not happy. No. Uh, BMW. You know they've they've done they've done a lot of good. They stick they stick to their principles. They're engineering led. They're focused. They make probably the arguably the world's best engines. Mm. Them well, they keep winning awards for their they, engines. That's right. They Count win time after time. They win power plant awards constantly for mm. uh, what they can do. Their cars, they stay pure, you know, dynamic, driver first, packaging a very distant well, second. It's the ultimate driving machine. Mm. It's their trademark, their slogan, and uh, I think it's them very well. But they seem to be going a little bit off message, at the, at, uh, I'd like to say, that to, to, to coin an old um, PR slogan I may have picked up at some stage during my attempted study. Uh, they... Uh, They've they've gone off message. They're in responding to the current you know economic instability crisis, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're going to make a smaller X1 BMW um, to respond you know to oh, the efficiency right. and lots of series. stuff. Yeah, yeah, yep. They've created the uh, abortion that is otherwise known as the X6, which is I think could quite easily be the worst car in the do world. You, do you know what that is? What they need to do and what it is now. 
you picture the X6. Let's picture the. I'll throw up a picture of this. The X6, right? In mm. white. Now put a Nike logo on the side. You it's reckon like it's a shoe. shoe? It looks like a shoe. You it's know the way shoe. that back sort of tapers off? That's it's where you. $180,000 shoe. Precisely. Or one shoe, because you don't yes. get two of them. Well, that's right. So you need to push another one. So that's what? That's. that's $360,000 for a pair of shoes. Australian. That's. Yeah. Um, then again, Paris Hilton spends a lot of money on. Shoes? Yeah. Can sell us some X6s. No, don't, because then BMW will sell them and they'll think that it's a popular car and people actually want them. Mind you, I have seen at least two in Adelaide. Yeah, uh, there's, uh, uh, there's a few right around, and uh, uh, I'll tell you later about who I've seen driving them. But uh, um, So anyway, getting just uh, getting back on message again, uh, they make, so they've, they've made the X6, they're now going to do an M version of the X6. Uh, they've done, Why? they're still making that. At least they're not doing an M version of the X5. Otherwise, it would be an MX5. Well, they're doing an MX6. Because it's the M6. Well, you know what the MX5 is. Well, the MX6 was an old master as well. Really? Yeah, that was an MX6. Oh, that's right. It was too, it? was that it? coupe thing that Torx did a lot and no one that's really right. likes it. And it had a V6. Yep. And it looked like a... That was a Unos. It looked like a bar of soap. That was a Unos. No, 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 no. no it wasn't wasn't a Unos. Unos rebadged no. for Australian market? No. Anyone else remember Unos? Yeah. Yeah, Sorry. Unos. Yeah, if you're over in the UK, I think they were called Zados or Avanti or something. It came so under about weird. 15 different names. Mm. None of them really sold anything, and Mazda think, almost think drowned Lexus, there because of it. But shit. And yeah. you have Unos, really? Yeah, or Avanti or Zados or whatever, or whatever other called. name yeah. they were called. Something. Whichever the 150. Well, it's kind of like, actually, actually, actually honestly, what it's more like is Infinity and Acura. Infinity, the premium Nissan, and Acura, the premium Honda. Well, the difference was that those are actually sort of successful. They're they're making money, Hmm. uh, whereas Unos, that's right, they're out of business. Hmm. They don't make them anymore. (laughs) Uh, But um, yeah, so they're making uh, they've canned the uh, M3 CSL. They're not going to do that, which is this hardcore super light. M3. No. Yeah, they're not doing one. No. No, 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 uh, because it's more important for them to make an MX6. Uh, okay. They're doing but an X7. Wait, 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 wait. They're doing an X7. The point... They're... So that's going to be like not Mercedes. doing an M1. Wait, wait, wait. They're the... back the M division. Wait, wait, wait. wait. The X7. Hang on. You just blew my mind. Mm. X7. Mm. That's going to be like the GL... It would be a gigantic GL. SUV. In response yeah. to our current environmental and, you know, yeah. the economic concerns, no BMW are going to make a gigantic CSL? SUV. Why, why no M3? See, the thing about the M3 CSL for me, the way I saw it, is it was a halo model. It was, mm. look, we could put it on our adverts. You can go out and buy an M3 that was 70-80% as good as an M3 CSL and for mm. half the price. The problem was, I think, the, the reason they haven't bothered with the concept again is uh, from an interview I was reading with the head of... BMW's M division is called, you know, Gerhard Wustein, <laughs> or something. Uh, he uh, said that um, basically they were disappointed with the take-up of CSL sales in that, you know, they stripped the thing Whoa, right down. Really? In terms of, no, no, not, not in terms of how, what it, how it's sold, but in terms of the way it was sold is that they stripped it all Right back, it wasn't, you know, well, it didn't have anything in it. Was all, that's right. It was actually yeah. a cardboard. It was all stripped right back. Um, and if you like ever a get an opportunity to actually, see it... <laughs> just go back to that piece of cardboard. Did they buy Trabant? Did they look at Trabant? No, that was yes, cardboard. I that was shirts. They used old cotton. Trabant. No, it's a proper... It's a misconception that Trabants were made from cardboard. Well, that was a uh, compressed... 
cardboard like a masonite. No, 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 no. It was a, it was a kind of a polyester resin we uh, mixed in with cotton. Old shirt. So it's fiberglass, really. Uh, in a roundabout old way. Old shirts. I'd, I'd prefer to Bad fiberglass. Only in a communist country could you have a car made out of shirts. Anyway, uh, we, uh, we, yeah, the CSL, they stripped it all right back, so yeah. what didn't have anything in it, you know, didn't have any of the creature comforts and all that kind Actually, of stuff. Actually, it came with, it came with a steering wheel and air, all the yeah. air inside the car. Yeah, and a gear stick and some seats. Yeah. And that was it. <laughs> but uh, now yeah. they, and an, yeah, an insane engine. But apparently most of the people who bought them opted to have all those options put back in, which to BMW thought that defeated the but, purpose of it. So but that's why they also did the, the M3 CS. Yeah. Well, because they did that later the, after the CS And that's sold apparently out. the best M3. If you're going to buy yeah. an M3, the previous shape, what is it, the E46? E46 M3? One get of the, the greatest. Get the CS the version. That's got pretty much all the stuff the CSL mm. has slightly stripped back on a few areas. Um, mm. But it's, it's the one to get for price performance. Because you can also get a manual, which you couldn't yeah. with the CSL. It was only the super flex pedal nonsense. But to bring it back, I think that I, I'm deeply disappointed with BMW and the yeah, direction they're taking. I see why. However, if they're, if they're willing to say, give me uh, a 335 coupe in black uh, leather manual as well, that would be great, um, and just give that to me. Uh, I I may still see my way around sort of changing my opinions. How about a test drive? About their current uh, test drive for a week. Test drive, yeah, yeah, even just you know a weekly line. If they're not quite willing to sort of write off a hundred and twenty thousand dollar car just to give to well, someone, you know, things aren't going so well. So probably BMW, if you're watching, mm. you're probably not. But if you are, uh, that would be great. Mm. Uh, and uh, we would love to test drive a couple of your cars. We mm. we do love BMWs. We love everything mm. actually. I must admit, I'm a bit of a German fanatic. I do like my mm. German cars. Mm. Mercedes, Audi, Ditto. BMW, Porsche, uh, even the Wiesmann car. The, uh, you know, the one oh, Wiesmann. Mm. Oh, oh yeah. magic, magic. Actually, anything European, Volkswagen. I do love yeah, Volkswagen. Volkswagen. Do love your Volkswagen. Uh, any of you guys are watching, thank yes. you. Secondly, we'd love to test drive some of your cars. Mm. Um, and pop... Anything, yeah, 1.4 litre polo, yes. that would be fine. That would be magic. Um, you know, one of those... Actually, um, wouldn't much do the 1.4 polo, because uh, in these times of uh, hardship and economic downturn, uh, mm. there will be a, probably more a pertinent review than, say, an mm. M3. Otherwise, when we start doing car reviews, we'll just have to review our own cars. That's right, over which is going to and be... over and over you again. Probably, uh, after you've seen our review of the same car seven times, you might... Oh, there might be someone who wants to see a review of a 92 Mitsubishi Magna 14 times. If you're out there and you do want to see that, let us know. We won't do it. You'd probably best tune out now, actually. Uh, anyway, what were you, what, uh, did you have another topic? that? We yeah, but actually, the final story for today, mm. if you've you got any more. No, but, I've, uh, done, I've done with my rant. Final story for today. We'll end on, I'll try and lift the mood again after you repeatedly bring it down. Uh, we should have a no, chat. you can try. Yeah. We'll have a chat about this, but uh, uh, this is kind of a bit of a kicker for me. I, I do I do like this. Um, Barack Obama, the, uh, it's going to be coming in soon. Changes, big changes are expected. Uh, what we're most concerned with, though... So they're changing, they're bringing the White House back into a, like, it's going to be a place where a world leader is going to be. Yes, now, rather than yes, rather than... Rather than 
So it has been a childcare centre for the past eight years, <laughs> but they're going to change things. Yeah, they're, they're, I'm looking forward good. to it. But what we're most concerned about and uh, interested about is what car the president's going to be driving. And I'll tell you, it's going to be um, the uh, the presidential limo. I've just forgotten the name. It's a Cadillac. It is a Cadillac limo. It doesn't even have... prompted that isn't written there at all. It's not even written there. It's a Cadillac limo of some <laughs> sort. No, it's a... Uh, what is it? I can't even tell what it is. It looks like... Actually, I think it's more of a I think it's, uh, it's... No, that front looks like a... We'll bring a picture up for you, obviously. But the, that front looks like a, a CTS or a, a actually, STS or something. And it's one of the hot... It is one of the hot uh, Cadillac fronts. So it's certainly... So they're going to... What I want to know is... Are they going to put that engine from the CTS V in it? So are we going to be seeing a presidential limo... Out the front. With a 6.2 litre V8 with actually, a supercharger? It will need one. Hmm. This thing needs... How much does it weigh? Oh, it doesn't say what it's going to weigh, but it's probably going to weigh more than the White House itself. Honestly, because it is pretty... So I think it will need a 6.2 litre yes, V8. With, with a supercharger. Possibly two. two yes, poking out the bonnet. Well. Like, yeah. if you, you know the ways like those guys to do those really hot V8s with the supercharger poking out? Yeah. So you can actually That'd see where you're going. That would be a good look. That, that that's be a very that's good possibly look. how much pain you need just to get this thing... You know, just moving away smartly from the traffic lights. Nothing too sporty. But uh, some of the features you're, you're going to hear. It's got a 10 CD changer. Uh, it has glass, uh, sorry, windows that are 5 inches thick. That's, that's, what, 5? That's, that's probably wider than most people's heads. Uh, it rides on 20s. Good look. Yeah, I know, it's huge. Mm. And uh, I'll throw up a picture, but there's one where they're looking into the car, and the door looks about that wide. Mm. This thing apparently can lock down like a bank vault, utterly impenetrable, which you kind of make sense, but uh, when, um, and it's got a dual hardness steel of aluminium, titanium, and including ceramics. So we're not really looking at any kind of, uh, there's all this talk of impenetrableness and security, we're not really looking at any kind of open air you know, JFK style. No, no more open air uh, cars. This was probably this a good is, thing, really. Yeah, it's kind of a shame in a way, but uh, I've had a look at some of the older presidential limos. Some of them do look pretty good, but mm. uh, i got to say this, yeah. Lincoln it, Continental. Yeah. I think that's this possibly This car is built like a tank. World, and no. if you hope you can go walk into your Cadillac dealer and pick up one of these babies, sorry. Unless you've got a lot of money. They might do if you've got a lot of money, but even then, probably not. Um, and could, you, could you get a second hand one or something? You know, no, if you just unfortunately. Up a in a few years' time. If, say, you, if you call your mate Obama and say, Obama, mate, yep. I've been hankering, like us two, hankering over your car. I want a four and a half ton I'm, Cadillac for driving through people's houses. Please. Yeah. Uh, probably say, no, I can't do that. It's going to be destroyed. And they do. They actually put it on the side of a hill and fire thing projectiles into it. And uh, they actually test it to make sure that you know, where the downfalls of this car, they'll try and blow it up, uh, drop, they will probably drop an atomic bomb onto it at some point. So, so. they pay people to fire weapons at yeah, cars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're going to do uh, destructive tests, which will be interesting. Uh, though, saying that, uh, yeah, so if you want to buy it, it'll be full of bullet holes and probably not working. Hmm. Maybe so, in its component atoms. You know, yeah, there won't be much left. If they it. get biblical on it. So, you know. <laughs> yeah, biblical in the truest sense of the word. <laughs> so, uh, what a car. What a car. Mm. I wouldn't mind one. 
We do like our largely most, don't we? Yes. Uh, uh, handling characteristics be damned. No, I you just want something soft, cushy, yes. that's going to you know, get you somewhere and with enough things to keep you distracted that uh, you really don't really don't need to sort of pay no, attention to the no. surrounding world at all. A, a nice big Mercedes from the 70s, those big burbling V8s with the, with the soggy suspension. Got a soft spot for Phantom, really. Really? Rolls-Royce Phantom. I, I think most people do. $980,000. You know, basically you get about 20 grand change from a million. Uh, Not including Coming insurance. up, Detroit Motor Show. Now, when is that kicking off? I... Don't have the dates on me. Uh, probably not next episode. Following episode, we'll, we'll, we'll be we will be covering a special, entirely devoted in light of the current economic effects. You know the fact that General Motors and Chrysler had to go to the mm. uh, U.S. government with their pretty much know, the their hats out. Yeah. Money. Pretty much in you know in a fairly uh, desperate sense situation. Uh, mm. We're mm. going to be devoting an entire episode to the goings on of the Detroit Motor yes. Show. What their responses is to the. Economic crisis and the environmental and issues. And there's going to be some pretty interesting press releases coming out. Uh, there might be a few interesting uh, launches as well. Mm. Uh, and it's also going to be interesting try and find out which manufacturers have pulled out. Nissan have pulled out, for example. And uh, right? it's actually their dealers that are filling up the the area with their cars. So uh, might I don't think we'll th- see uh, the new 370Z out on the floor, which would be a bit of a shame. Mm, uh, that is a good looking car. I think that's one that'll have to be a topic for uh, next time. Oh, yeah. I think next episode we'll be covering the 370Z because uh, I think it's like a GDR, but you might be able to afford it. And uh, it's uh, the release is kind of interesting because it's coming out at another car we've sort of worked out is it's almost immediate competitor in terms of handling, uh, engine, dynamics, performance is the Lotus Evora. Mm. And uh, it's going to be interesting because they're both very, very close. Power to weight, almost identical. Price, ignore the price. Price is not almost identical. The price is not is quite. Is a little bit it's, more. it's a lot more expensive. Yeah. It's, but uh, the uh, yeah, it's they're both very going to be interesting cars to mm. see compared because they're very, very similar mm. in a lot of in a lot of ways. Mm. But, uh, yeah, mm. that's about it, I think. Yes, well, thank you for watching. Uh, we will be back again, hopefully, next weekend uh, if we, you know, sort of get our shit together. Uh, <laughs> otherwise, maybe the week after. Uh, but until then, uh, you know, stay focused on the car world and all the goings on because obviously it's the most important thing in the world. Uh, no, no, no. It's the only important thing in the world. What's well, the only thing? Oh, yeah, it cars. is really, yeah. Cars, That's it. Yeah. What yeah. else do you need? No. Apart from food, I guess. Girlfriend helps. Well, that's my phone ringing, so uh, there might be... I'm going to kill him after. Move. I am yeah. actually going to kill him after this. Yeah. So, uh... I will kill him. Thank you for watching. Mm, thank you. you. Hope you've enjoyed it. Yes. See you guys next time. See you next time. Thank you. <laughs>